Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Half Full Reviews Podcast. I'm your host, DJ, and I'm joined by my co-host, JJ. How's it going today, JJ? Not bad. How's it going, DJ? It's going great. I think we, we kind of sort of missed a week there in accident. <laughs> yeah, we did. We uh, I think we both just kind of were a little busy doing real life stuff, but, yeah, you know, I it think, happens. I think you were driving, and I got hit with a bunch of extra projects and some just crazy stuff going on at home too you know but everything's good you know we're back we're ready for another episode and i watched a quiet place yeah how'd you like how was it did it, it blow was, your mind it, it was it was awesome and my wife was like there's no way i'm watching this there's just no way i said it's not scary though you know and and you know what she showed up i watched it on a night that she was out working and she came home and i just started it and uh, and she sat down for a second, and she's like, "Oh, I know that actor. Oh, I know that actress." And she was like, she "Yeah, sat there's, down there's a like, lot of." Oh, that's interesting. And then she ended up watching the whole thing with me. She's like, "That's not bad at all. Let's go see the second one." <laughs> there's a lot of stars in that movie. Yeah, so it's cool. So now we're gonna go see the second one in theaters. Um, Heck yeah! Sometime this week, maybe we're going away for our anniversary too. So maybe actually we'll escape to the movie theater during our anniversary date for a couple of days we might sneak out and go see that movie if we have nothing else to do if we get bored of sitting around and relaxing by the pool you know yeah awesome but either way we're totally gonna watch the second one because we, we thought the first, first one was pretty cool and i think you and me were talking about it and they're only like an hour and a half a piece roughly give or take right like they're, they're well, a normal length movie the first one is three and a half hours long it wasn't i just watched it i just looked it up <laughs> I... like direct extended cuts with like other stuff mixed in because i watched it it was only like an hour and a half give or take weird weird yeah because if you look it up it says it's three hours and 36 minutes long that's crazy it's, yes i'm not sure why it says that if that's not the case but who knows yeah three hours 36 minutes and that's just from an overview of it i'm not really sure if that includes like credits and everything i don't know that's but it should be like three hours long. Crazy. I, I tell you, I just watched it. But um, aside from that movie, what else have we been up to? I've just been driving. I've I've been really busy. I took a week off because I hurt my foot really bad. Um, so I've been trying to make up for it. Been running three loads a week. So I'm putting about 3,200 miles in a week. And... Uh, so I, I haven't really had time to do anything, and I, I just hired a guy. So he's actually a guy that we both know from Eve. He's really? uh, yeah, he's officially an employee of mine now. Wow, that's cool. You have to tell me who, about it off air, and then we'll, we'll talk about who this yeah. guy is. That's cool. Yeah, I he, also uh... hired someone this week. Really awesome. Yeah, I hired a new writer. I've always had a writer or two floating around, but I needed a new writer. I could write some specific pieces for me. Um, and yeah, so I went on Indeed and put one together. And he delivered four within the first day. And I was like, perfect. I always blogs yeah. now. Yeah, so that's working out nice, um, which is helping to lighten my load a little bit. Because like I said, I, man, crazy, crazy workload. <clears throat> Lots of stuff going on in a good way. So. That's awesome. Yeah, we sounds like we're both doing all right in the real world, like work-wise and mm -hmm. whatnot. And now, co COVID world, won't get us. No, for <laughs> sure. Um, so I, I've been playing a little Eve Online too. I went on a couple fleets this weekend. Finally, I got some time and uh, shot up some spaceships. It was fun. I've been playing a little bit of MTG Arena, so Magic the Gathering Arena. 
Oh, yeah. Um, I booted that back up and started playing that again. Um, I've been playing some Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on the Switch just because I have a friend who recently got it, and I used to play that a lot. So I have that, too. Like... Oh, you did, too? Yeah, so we'll have to play that. We'll have to play that sometime. I love that yeah, game. Yeah, heck yeah. Me, too. So, I was excited to tell you about the movie I watched because like, I said I was going to watch it, and I just didn't know when I'd get around to it, and really quickly I got around to it. So I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I was I was excited when you told me. I was like, awesome. Like, I didn't think you'd get on it that fast or and even listen our, to it at all. <laughs> our mutual friend Ruben also watched it. Oh, did he? Yeah, so I told him, dude, I'm going to watch this. And then he literally went down, sat and watched it. He hopped offline, went and go watch it with some whiskey and sent me a picture. And I'm like, I was so jelly. I was like, dude, that's not good. <laughs> oh, what a man. I said, pause it. I'm coming over. He's like, all right, I'll see you in five days. Yeah, exactly. He's over, he's over in <laughs> South Africa. Yeah, he's a ways away. Yes, um, man, the, the world of gaming, you can just be playing with people way across the world, you know? It just seems yeah. like they're normal people, because they are. And, and Ruben's one of our best friends. We would do anything for Ruben. And we've never met the guy, and but I, I really hope so. Like, I really hope one day we do get to meet Ruben. He's, uh, he's one of the OGs. He's one of the coolest guys I know. And, it would be uh, super cool. So I would like yeah. to meet a lot of my online gaming friends. Ever given the opportunity, you know? Like, if it's yeah. just a short drive, I'll definitely take it up because you, you spend so much time with people online. You know, that, that's not even our topic for the day, right? But, like, you do. You, you make real friendships and you spend a lot of time talking to them. And it's hard to explain that to someone who doesn't play video games. Um, like, yeah. it took my wife a long time to start to even begin to understand it. So I started talking to some of these people on the phone and swapping phone numbers. And I got invited to a wedding of one of them. And, you know, and that's like, oh, well, they're real people, you know, and you yeah. are really friends just because you don't see them every day. Uh, yeah, I, I I fully expect you to come to my wedding if uh, if I ever do get married or whatever. I do plan on inviting you and a few other guys, but obviously I don't actually expect you to show up. But it's just the it's just the thought, you know, you guys yeah. are my homies and and uh, I consider you guys some of my best friends and. I want you to be involved in the real world, and if it can't happen, that's fine. But it's the thought that counts. Maybe one day we can go to Disney together if you ever come down to Florida. Yeah, I'm always down. <laughs> or Universal or wherever, you know? I'm down for yeah. anything. Yeah, for sure. All right, so, all right, so what is our topic for this week? You actually came up with it, so I'm going to let you introduce it. So I want to talk throwbacks. I want to talk old video games, like the ones that got us into the video game world, you know, like... What did we used to play when we were little? What what got us so addicted to playing video games? And yeah. uh, I want to talk about what ones were, like, so fun that it got us to expand into a different one, you know? Like, it's just, I, I want to talk about throwbacks. PlayStation. I, I'm into it. I, mean, I love retro gaming. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about my collection as we talk about some of these older games, because I actually... Awesome. I, I love to collect things. Uh, one of the video games I'll talk about is literally all about collecting or catching things. But Yeah? I wonder what yeah, that is. And, yeah, I wonder what game that is. <laughs> Catch them all. But um, I like to collect things in real life, too. So I like to collect, as a kid, trading cards. Then I grew into action figures. And I collected, like, Star Wars figures. And I didn't... Like, at a certain age, I, I stopped playing with them, but I kept collecting them into adulthood, where I actually put them on glass shelves and uh, and I had spaceships hanging from the ceiling and then I went out and got signatures and stuff and I started collecting signatures from people in Star Wars I got really down the Star Wars path for a while awesome um, and then you know it, in recent years I've kind of switched to um, more 
retro video games. So I got a lot of retro game consoles and lots of old school games. Some of the ones I used to play as a child, the ones that we'll talk about today. Like I, I purposely go back and buy all the ones from my childhood just to try them again. Yeah, it's just it's fun to go back to them. I actually dusted off my PlayStation last week, and uh, like the original PlayStation, the gray mm -hmm. one, and uh, all of my games were too scratched up to play. I was so bummed. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah, because oh, I man, still so... have I still have all of my games from when I was like four, three and four years old, and so back in the nineties, like late nineties, I still have all those games. When, when were you born? I was born in ninety six. So right, I was born in ninety. So I've got you by six years. So our video games will overlap, but there'll be a little bit of a gap there from when we started. Right. And um, the the main one that I remember that I was absolutely in love with, I started playing when I was probably three, three or four, and that's that's what got me into video gaming. I was addicted immediately. That was the Unholy War. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, um, but it's got sixteen or seventeen different characters, and you just fight to the death. You just, you just tear each other apart and i used to i didn't have any friends that really video gamed when i grew up so i always played it solo against the computer you know and everyone like a mortal Kombat fighting kind of game no it's it's like uh ah, shoot i don't even really know it's like it's like 3d but old 3d like you're above the field and you can move around all you want but you just and... control one character right Wow. And you you just fight to the death, and it's it was like bloody and violent, and it was just fun. It was That's... rated T. It was teen, and uh, it was bloody and stuff. And like you have a guy that shoots saw blades, and you can be a, an alien monster that shoots like a tongue that has claws on it. And it's a super fun game. All right, so I, well, I'm going to talk about the first video game I ever played then too. So. Far back as I can remember, we got a Sega Genesis for Christmas one year. And I didn't know if it was for my father or for us, but he got Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know if it was Sonic 1 or 2 or, or whatever, but it was one of the Sonic games. And then he also got like Lion King and he also got Pitfall. So those are like some of my earliest memories of gaming that we played on. And I remember, you know, the one we played the most then was Sonic. On, on the Sega Genesis, and I actually went back and bought all those games from, um, and I have a, I don't have an original original Sega Genesis, but I have a Sega Genesis like emulator machine that has yeah. tons of games preloaded, and it also takes the original cartridges, so I can stick those in there too. Awesome. So I have that. Yeah, that's where I started at, and then went to N Nintendo. So it was like Super Nintendo, but I didn't have a Super Nintendo. I just played it at friends' houses, and my parents got me Game Boys, so I had all the Game Boy lines starting out from. The Game Boy Pocket. So I missed the first iteration of the Game Boy, the big brick. But I got yeah. the Pocket, and then the Color, and then the Advance after that. How about you? What, what, where did you land? Did you start on PlayStation? Is that where this game came from? Um, I started, I really started on Super Nintendo. That's, uh, but I could never really get into it. It was it was just kind of like, eh, you know? Mm -hmm. But PlayStation, man, that it blew my mind. It was, it was a whole new level for me, and, uh, I was hooked immediately. I did go back several years later and played Super Nintendo. I like to play Paperboy. And uh, when you would just 
you would ride down a street and throw newspapers at people's houses while trying to avoid cars and stuff. <laughs> Is that the reference Dunder Muffin? Dunder Mifflin? Dunder Mifflin? Yeah, is that the name of the city or something? I don't know, actually. I, it's been so long since I played that. It's been probably 15 years since I played there's it. T there's old school t-shirts that have that written on them. I think they're from that old video game. Huh. I could be wrong. There might be somebody screaming at the radio right now telling us. Yeah, probably. You're completely wrong, you idiot. That's <laughs> not the video game reference. That's we are right. not professionals. You know, I try, you know. Yeah, we're not... That's one thing people need to know about our podcast is we're not we're not professionals. We're just here to talk, have fun, and it's we're not going to do a ton of research on everything, you know? Like, we're going to do a little bit of research on whatever our topic is, but it's not going to be super crazy in-depth. We're not, yeah, exactly. we're not it's, newscasters. It's yeah, exactly. No. And, all right, uh, so, so PlayStation. Now, I never owned an original PlayStation or, I want to say, PlayStation 2. I did buy a PS3 for a short time to play, I believe it was the Force Unleashed. There's a Star Wars Force Unleashed game that came out when I was in the military. And I literally went out, bought a PlayStation and the game and a TV just to play it because I was on military. I was on a military base. Yeah. And then... You weren't actually sold... in the military, but you lived on a military base, right? No, I was in the military for four years. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so uh, this is a crazy story. I bought all this crap, and I played it, and then I sold it to the guy down the dorm hall. And, uh, and he wrote me a check, and then we split ways because our training took us different ways. And I went to cash the check, and it bounced. Oh. And I was so pissed. He got, <laughs> he got it for free. I never got it back. I tried to talk to people, tried to get connect with him. He just robbed me blind. He got all my stuff and robbed me blind. kind of sucked, but hey, you know, whatever. I, I was young, and... I didn't yeah. really need the money then. I was making money every day in the military. I didn't have anything to spend it on besides blowing it on Chinese food every day. And yeah, yeah, I got trust tattoos me, same. and crap. You know, I think yep. I pierced my ear. I don't think I've ever said that in any podcast, but I actually pierced my ear. Like, like oh my gosh! And then I took it out the next day because you can't really have yeah in. You can't have the piercing in, and it needs time to heal, so it just didn't work out. I yeah, exactly. But whatever. Yeah, I pierced mine in high school in the parking lot of my high school before school. <laughs> right. The things you do when you're when you're young and dumb. And then I passed out and hit the ground. Everybody made fun of me. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because we found awesome. we found a needle on the ground, and I was just jokingly like, "Yeah, pierce my ears." And then they actually did it. And uh, <laughs> with a needle you found on the ground? Yeah, it was like a old, one of those T pin things that you'd post up posters and stuff in the schools. Mm -hmm. And so it was clean. I mean, I ran a lighter over it first. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I mean, but. They obviously weren't professional, so I had five exit holes and one entry hole on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I passed out. <laughs> oh my gosh, this reminds me of my wife started recently getting some crazy ear piercings. Um, yeah? Yeah, so she has like probably like eight piercings between her two ears. And that, That's natural for a woman, I guess. Yes, yeah, so some, some ladies like it. And she got started getting tattoos recently, too, in recent years. Man, we've been married over a decade, and just recently she started getting tats and and piercings and stuff she's gone off the deep end on me <laughs> but but they're all cute and tasteful anyways she goes to a place where they tat uh not tattoo where they uh pierce her ears and they do it by hand so they don't use any guns or anything and they're very like specific on it and then they yeah. use yeah like it's it, i don't know there's certain places you can go to get piercings and there's other places you can go you know and if you if you go to a proper place where they take really good care of it and then you have a really nice clean hole so it 
and I know this because I've taken her earrings and put them in and out of her ears, and the ones where they did a gun on the bottom lobes, where they just pierced them with a gun, they're so sloppy, like you can barely find the exit hole. But the yeah, ones exactly. that are done by hand and done really well, it's just right through, nice and clean. Huh. I wish mine were like that. Yeah. Do you, do you have piercings? Yeah, I uh, I wear piercings almost every day. Oh, I think cause... I've seen them in photos, actually. Yeah. I don't have any piercings, but I have two tattoos, one on my chest and one on my right arm. You got any tattoos? Yeah, I've got three of them. One is right. uh, one of them is to commemorate my little sister that passed away. Um, she died from a diaphragmatic diaphragmatic hernia, so her lungs or her heart wasn't fully developed. I'm not really, I can't really remember what it was, but um, so she died a day after she was born. So uh-huh. I was an only child until I was like ten, and uh, then on the other side I have my grandparents ranch brand it's uh the bar lazy v because i basically grew up on my great grandparents ranch and so when they died i got that to commemorate them and then my third one is the logo off my car all right i've seen that one (laughs) that's funny Uh, i have my initials tattooed in my chest like a doofus uh, at least I didn't do my mother's name on my chest. Could have been or, worse. Or your high school girlfriend's name or something, you know. Right. That could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been so much worse. At least I know my initials aren't going anywhere. Exactly. That's then, that's fine. And my mom was super peeved when I showed her the tattoo. And so then I got tattooed Forgiven on my arm in, like, old English lettering down the backside of my arm. And I joked it because I'm forgiven for that first tattoo. Um, <laughs> but it was actually, like, a biblical reference when I did it. Um, so... It's not yeah, Metallica a... reference. Hmm? It's not the Metallica reference. It maybe it's a, maybe it's a Metallica reference too. Who knows? Except that's Unforgiven. Oh, see, so no, I had to be the <laughs> so. I yeah. So anyway, so I actually I actually thought about that one before I got it, and but I really honestly just wanted tattoos. So I was yeah, like, I too. gotta think of something. Give yeah, me some exactly. inspiration, so it doesn't sound like I just went out and got random tattoos. Exactly, it's gotta mean something. Right, and then my wife's they don't mean anything. Um, she got flowers on her right forearm, and then she got a different flower on her left arm and she's putting like a hummingbird and a little bee just things she likes kind of cute dainty girly things that's fine there's nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that they, they look good so the artist did a nice job so yeah so anyway we should probably get back on topic here probably back to video games we appreciate everybody sticking with us there and learning <laughs> too much about our personal lives probably <laughs> yeah exactly so um <laughs> the next game i really got into that actually stuck with me for probably 10 years was the Driver series. It was basically the downgraded version of Grand Theft Auto. You couldn't really kill hookers and, like, steal stuff. Like, you could steal stuff and kill whoever you wanted, but it wasn't as violent and it wasn't as in-depth, but my parents wouldn't let me get Grand Theft Auto, so I settled for Driver. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, you know what I mean? Exactly, and I started out with Driver 1, and you couldn't even exit the vehicle. You just drove around and did missions and stuff. And then Driver 2 came out, and you could exit the vehicle, and that's when you could steal another vehicle, and you'd get cops and whatever else. And then Driver 3, it got... Driver 3 was probably the best one, honestly. You could actually do a lot more, and you could, like... My favorite thing was they had forklifts, and you could actually operate the forklift and stuff, and... Like, I, I like video games like that, where they implement real-world stuff, like tow trucks and forklifts and you stuff like me, that. You did say before you like simulators, so yeah. here's one I played early on on the PC. It was called Simcopter. 
Okay. I I played a little bit of it. Um, I got really into Flight Sim. Yeah. So like you, it was really cool game. I have it on CD still, but it doesn't play it. It doesn't play in the modern computers. The computer just doesn't understand it. So yeah. But but you could actually hop out of your helicopter just briefly to run on the ground like a little square person. Like worse than Minecraft where like Roblox. And you could hop in a helicopter. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like owning a trucking business or owning a helicopter business or something because you'd have a little home base and you start out in a little rinky dink helicopter and you'd run around do missions and you listen to the radio and you get a call for a robber or a fire and you put them out or stop you know, whatever. Oh, okay. You make cool. money, you go back to base and buy more helicopters and they would appear on your helipad. So you could just walk around and pick a different helicopter and go out and fly them. And if it blew up, it was gone forever. So, oh, okay. Like, it was very permanent you so it was a very it was a very interesting game i really enjoyed it that actually sounds fun it was cool it was like one of those realistic kind of do a job you know live your life kind of games you know yeah and that's the kind of stuff i like yeah i remember in order to stop the robbers though you had to hit them with the helicopter oh awesome so, like, very realistic <laughs> i know right like just <laughs> bulldoze them and then they'd be, they'd be like laying on the floor you know, get really poor graphics, but they'd be like limped on the floor after you you smashed them with your helicopter. Awesome. That, that's appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that I think that was my biggest problem with the driver series. You couldn't fly anything until you got into the fourth one. The fourth one, they finally implemented helicopters and stuff. Oh wow! And, and then you could get out and run around. Yeah. Well, you could get out and run around in the second one, but it was there was really nothing to do. In the third one, they actually had buildings and stuff. You could go in and find secret cars and whatever else. It was a fun game, man. All right. So after that, let's see. I'll, I'll, let me talk about mine for a second, too, then, so, so I can try to keep pace with you. So I went from Sega Genesis to Game Boy, and I played stuff like Pac-Man, Tetris, and the original Pokemon game. That was it for me, man. When I played that original Pokemon game, I was sold. Yeah. I played Pokemon Red, and my brother had Pokemon Blue, and my buddy had Pokemon whatever. I don't remember it was. And we could use the little link cable and battle yeah. and trade each other. Oh, my gosh. I was sold on video games for the rest of my <laughs> life. That was it. It did me in, um, but that put me into the late 90s right there. You know, I, I mean, we had a Nintendo 64 I think came out around that time too, and so we started playing stuff like Kirby and the original Smash Bros and Mario Kart and things like that. And PlayStation came out too around that time, the original one. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I never did the PlayStation train. I went straight from Nintendos into Xboxes. Yeah, so that's that's what I did. Except I went straight from I I never got to a PS3 because I immediately went to the Xbox. Because there was a very specific reason why I went to the Xbox, and we all know what that reason is. Does it start with an H and then with it an sure, Halo? It sure does. It was all about Halo, buddy. Halo was the way to go, hands down. It was I have com- the whole Master Chief collection right now. I have every Halo game. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like that's those are classics, man. Those are good. And the amount of times during my high school weekends and stuff i'd get together with friends and we'd order pizza and just play halo all weekend oh yeah all nighter you'd literally start friday night and end sunday morning and then never get tired of that game it's it's amazing because i would go back i would go back right now and play for hours guarantee it because it's just it is too much fun man but before I got into Halo, I do I do want to bring up one other game that 
it's not a really popular game when it should be. And it's called Unreal Tournament. Unreal Tournament, man, is is astounding. It is one of the funnest games I've ever played, hands down. I, I played... know that game, and I almost can't believe I do. Um, I played it on PC, and yep. only because I went to my buddy's house, and he had it on multiple computers at a LAN, and his girlfriend and him would play it, so they invited me to play it, and so we all played it, and I, I got to experience it. And that's a sweet game. It is a way sweet game. It is. It was way ahead of its time. It was very, very gory, very violent, a lot of cussing, and I started playing this game when I was like five or six, and my mom was super against it. But it was interesting because my mom used to get these things in the mail where they would send you a bunch of demo discs, so you would have a whole bunch of games that you'd never heard of, and it was just a demo version of it. And that's that's where I found most of the games that I liked. And so Unreal Tournament, I would just play over and over and over again because it was a demo version. You couldn't couldn't really go past, like, level 2 or whatever. And so I would just play it, play it, play it, play it, play it nonstop. And then finally, after, like, three years of just playing that game, that demo, my mom got me the full version, and it just blew my mind. I was so addicted to that game. I didn't play it as much as you, but I did... I did play it a few times, and I thought it was cool, you know, and I, I liked those kind of parties. You know what else we got really into was, I want to say Call of Duty games, but there was also, like, Medal of Honor games. Yeah, and, Medal of Honor. Yeah, other shooter games where we would go and play at a gaming lounge and stay up all night long. They had, like, physical locations you could go. They had LAN parties set up, and they do it for birthdays or just friend get-togethers. And we'd stay, they'd lock us in, we'd play all night with energy drinks and pizza and play these games where we just shot each other up the whole time man that was, that was a blast that's awesome i wish i i wish i had the resources like that i i grew up in a very small town the town i live in has a, a population of 400 and so when i got out of school like my graduating party or whatever like we we had three other people graduate with me so it was that, that just puts in perspective how small my town really is and uh we, we would get, like, three or four guys, my friend group, and we would have LAN parties in his garage. He had his garage set up to have a whole bunch of TVs and stuff, and it was just a blast, man. Dude, playing in garages, I've done it. Playing in uh, bedrooms, living rooms, wherever, you know, wherever the parents would let all the guys get together and play. Yeah, exactly. We, just, we played. Those wherever awesome we could be games. loud. Another one that really isn't well known is that there's a Jedi Knight series from Star Wars and Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, and there was a multiplayer version of that as well as Star Wars Battlefront original ones. Yeah, I played Star Wars Battlefront on PlayStation Two. I remember when the demo. I got a like you were saying demo discs. I got a demo disc for the original Star Wars Battlefront, and we put that in and we played the same level over and over and over again for months until it came out. Yeah, I I really liked it because you could be you could actually be the Jedi's and and run around and beat people up with your lightsaber and stuff and super overpowered and you could actually run all the big stuff like the AT-ATs. And... I like, yeah, I liked you could fly the spaceships too. There were some yeah. levels where you could literally shoot a spaceship at people on the ground. And yeah, like exactly. Out of it and crash it. Like, that's cool stuff. Jetpacks and stuff in some of them. Yeah. Those are good games. Those are the fun games. Did you ever play the Rogue Squadron games? I never did. Okay, so those are like... Um fighter jet simulators where you go on missions 
you know, except they were Star Wars. So you had you picked a Star Wars ship and you played through different missions, and they were really fun. Uh, you fly X-wings and Y-wings or whatever Star Wars ships you can think of, first person or third person, and good games. I liked the Rogue Squadron series, and then did the X-wing and the Tie Fighter series as well. They had, I think, those might have predated it. If you can't tell, I was really into Star Wars games. Um, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Star so, Wars is awesome. Another one I played a lot of on PC around this time period was uh, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds and Age of Empires. Did you ever okay. play those RTSs? I never did. I was more of like, uh, I was into driving games and shooting games. That was my go-to. Have you ever played RTSs today? Recently? Uh, not really. Oh my gosh, you know what we need to get you on is a game called Company of Heroes. It's like uh, 20 bucks or something. And it's World War Two, and you play U.S. or Britain or Germans or whatever, and <clears throat> sorry, um, yeah, you you build bases and troops and you direct them and you have little squads of troops you can command and tanks and the tanks can run over people. Like these are strategy style games, but they're really fun. If you've never if you've never gotten into RTSs, then and real time strategies for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, but yeah, those are super cool games, and that's not like Civilization. Like games like Civ are yeah. those are turn based. This is not that. The real time strategy game is live action the whole time. So you, if you walk away from your computer, you're missing out. You have to sit there the whole time and play. But you can like drop parachuting guys, and they can parachute behind enemy lines, and then you have to like micromanage all your different squads and decide where you want to look at the moment to do stuff. Um, they all have AI, so they all you know will shoot accordingly to how you tell them, but. Very cool games. I'm going to have to get you on that game one day and play it with you because I think if you've never experienced one, you would really like it. And Company of Heroes is one of the best ones out there. Okay. You know, the, the enemies are intelligent and your your characters are very intelligent where they can actually take cover behind things. Awesome. So it adds a different layer of depth. So yeah, I got into the Age of Empires kind of games where you, you build a little city and you have workers and they harvest trees and you build armies and send them against other people. And I got into those kind of games too around that time period. You know, we actually used to play them in school. So during study halls and stuff, we'd go down to the computer lounges or during computer classes, and they would actually let us play them. Why, I don't know. But they would let us play these video games. It was like early on in the computer video game days, and I guess they didn't catch on fast enough. They let us play video games at school. It was awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I think, I guess I can say I played something sort of like that. It was Warcraft. It was the original Warcraft, where it was like a strategy game instead of World of Warcraft. Yeah, you... and Starcraft is the same way, right? Exactly, Starcraft. I did play Starcraft a lot, too, but that was also a demo disc that I had. <laughs> and okay, so, that, that's a super popular one. You know, I think Age yeah. of Empires is incredibly popular and well-known. Starcraft and Warcraft are very well-known. Um, some of the Star Wars ones, not as much. Um, Company Heroes, maybe not as much, but on Steam it is. If you have Steam and you do Company Heroes 1 and 2, oh my gosh, those are the best RTSs I've ever played just because, I mean, I don't know. They they really they nailed it on the head with them. They're a good mix of keeping your attention and fast-paced, being balanced, but still giving you enough to do. So, I don't know. Let's see, so what else? What, what else is, have we got? Is StarCraft an RTS then? I think so, right? Is it? Because like, I know that some of them, if you control a character and you move your one character around and do stuff, that's not an RTS. If you control a whole group and you build bases and buildings and, and the buildings build troops and you tell them where to go, that's like an RTS. 
Okay, so yeah, it, I guess StarCraft would be an RTS because you're not you're not really taking turns. You're just actively doing stuff the whole time. Yeah, and, and uh, then your little troops fight each other, and then if you blow up the enemy base and wipe them out, you win or something. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so those kind of games. Yeah. And uh, after Xbox three, after the Xbox came out, I went to the 360, obviously, and that was mainly for Halo. And then I learned what Call of Duty was. I got a little late on the train with Call of Duty, but Modern Warfare 2 is when I jumped into it. And I was 100% hooked. Like, unreal amount of hooked. I would play during the week. Uh, after my parents would go to bed, I would stay up all night long without any sleep, play Modern Warfare 2 all night long with my friends, and uh, then I would go to school. And then I would do it again the same night. And so I did that for like a week straight. And I just never slept because I was always playing Modern Warfare 2. And Modern Warfare 2 is the first game I ever played, ever played multiplayer, like uh, like online multiplayer, that is. And so it really, it opened the world to me of online gaming, because I, before that, I have never played any other online games. Now, I was really lucky, I, I wouldn't call online games as LAN parties, so I played a lot yeah. of LAN parties, and in my own home, my brother was only three years younger than me. So we played a lot of games inside the house, down the room from each other, right, down the hallway. Yeah. So I, I was able to experience something. But my first, my very first online game, like an MMO, was Star Wars Galaxies, which I still play to this day on some private servers. Uh, SWGLegends.com. We'll just give them a little shout out. And you said that. Legends. Yeah. There's you said awesome that the community opened that, right? Yeah. So the game got shut down by Sony a long time ago, and then multiple servers opened up, and they recoded, and all these people released it, and it's all fan funded so you can go play and they actually create new content and stuff so it's kind of an ongoing MMO so if you want to play that game go there and check it out I have some episodes on it on the podcast yeah I'll have um, to check it out that was like to me I remember I, I bought Star Wars Galaxies at Walmart we brought it home and we we're like oh we're so excited we, I spent like three days reading the user manual and we got it installed and it's back when they had user manuals <laughs> and yeah. my parents were like oh it's an online game where you could talk to child predators yeah, exactly. And they're like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, no, my dreams were like totally <laughs> dashed. Yeah. It wasn't until years later that I actually got to go back and actually play this after convincing them. I swear, mom, it's just people who like Star Wars, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's funny because like once they, like with my parents, for example, I was not allowed to play online like Xbox or anything. I wasn't allowed to have Xbox Live until Modern Warfare 2, but... They uh, they took away RuneScape from me when they found out I was playing with other people. <laughs> and, yeah. But then my little sister came around, the, the one that didn't pass away. She, she came around, and it was at that point, they didn't really care at all about anything. She, she just had a much different life than me. And so... <laughs> that's, she how, was, that's how it happens with children, right? Exactly. So. <clears throat> the first one always gets the shaft, man. Yeah, this like everything's super strict, and the second one's like, oh, we'll ease up on it. And dude, the third one, I won't even go into that. Yeah, just do whatever just, you want. <laughs> whatever you want, do whatever you want. You know, anytime you want. Just don't break the law. <laughs> or do? No, I'm just kidding. That's the fourth. Yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> just. <laughs> oh man, it's uh, very Runescape, true. That's a great game. Uh, you know, that's I played the original. One. We actually used to play that in school too. It's gonna sound like like my schools were awesome because we had to play video games in school all the time, but we really did. 
we got to play video. I was private schooled, and I don't know. I think maybe that they were slower on the uptake when it came to cutting edge technology. They didn't realize that when we all went to the computer lab to do work, we were actually all playing video games. Yeah, that's that's why I know. I mean, it was awesome. It was you're awesome. learning. And that was one of so those playing a browser. And I remember when I was in college, even I went back and played RuneScape again because you could be taking notes on your laptop and actually playing in a browser. Yep, exactly. So. It was all browser based. Oh my gosh! Did I ever? Did I ever even pay attention in school between eating snacks and doing the homework from the last class I came out of and playing video games? Like, was I ever actually paying attention in school? I don't know. I was always getting suspended, so. I was in detention all the time. They tried to <laughs> expel me. They tried to expel me like three months before I graduated. They, I actually did get expelled from high school. Um, it was before I even made it into high school. They expelled me on my last day of middle school. Oh my gosh. And so I had to go to an alternative school, which is why I graduated when I was 16. I, I got a 4.0 grade average because I hated school. And instead of dropping out, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buckle down, get it done. And I did. <laughs> I graduated at 16 and then I was like, wow. okay, well now what? That's I can't awesome, really, man. Yeah, I, mean, I can't really do anything. But <laughs> you know, I was just watching a YouTube video on that, and I know we're getting into the weeds again. But like the education system stuff, we don't really have to play in that. But like, not everybody's the same. People learn differently, and some people they get bored with school. I was. Yeah. It sounds like you were one of those people. I was one of yep. those people. I was incredibly bored with school. Yep, exactly. So many I was more there to hang out. things to do. <laughs> I was there to hang out with friends. That's all I really cared about. Yep. But video games was an escape, you know, for me. So, I mean, all right, let's let's hop back. We did Halo, we had RTSs, we our our very first MMOs being RuneScape or Star Wars Galaxies, and and for sure. kind of pressing forward past that. What 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 did come after that for us? So that, you know, I really was stuck on RuneScape for most of my life. It uh, I did play Dark Orbit. I got really into Dark Orbit. It was another browser game. It was like Eve. It was actually really close to Eve, and uh, it was just wasn't quite as cool. But I didn't know about Eve until way later, and that's when I switched from Dark Orbit to Eve. I and, didn't uh, either. I didn't realize Eve existed until about six years ago, and it had already exactly. been for like, like fifteen years or ten years by then. So yeah. like I was really missed the Eve boat. But Eve's a great game if you like sci-fi or spaceships. That's the MMO to go check out. So. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean that's what we play. That's where we yep. met. Oh yeah, it, it's it's great. I still play. I was just playing it today with some people. So good game. Yeah, but, yeah. I was I was just mining today. You know, some I did play a lot of spaceships games. Though spaceships games growing up, <laughs> I played all kinds of like asteroid mining ones, and um, I mean, you know, those were like ones where you could upgrade your ship and things. I always liked those kinds of games better yeah. than just like shooter ones. But I did play like Star Foxes and Rogue Squadrons and things like that too. So yeah. I played all those little shooter ones. I can't play a game unless you can progress. I cannot play a game that does not have progression. That's why I liked Modern Warfare 2 so much, because you could get all the different skins and different guns and stuff as you progressed. I got deep into the Call of Duty franchise too. So I started out predating Call of Duty. I started out with the other ones that we were mentioning. But I eventually did get into Call of Duty, and when I did, I fell down that really hard. played year after year, and I got really into zombies. You ever get oh, yeah. zombies? Oh, yeah, buddy. We have many hours on zombies. <laughs> that was fun times. I liked the co-op of it and trying to survive. We'd play that night after night. Like There was a time where I was playing like, three or four nights a week, and the wife was like, come on, quit playing so much, you know? Yeah. 
early early on and so we had to like limit limit the amount of nights i was playing zombie video games um but uh yeah no that was fun i had a whole crew we used to play with and we'd get online and drink together and play zombies good times yep i agree that's how that's how i grew up oh yeah so after that i mean i mean i know we skipped a lot of territory there i mean playstations xboxes was there any other huge hits did you ever play knights of the old republic i did not did you ever play the mass effect i i tried but i couldn't get into mass effect i i don't know why but it, I played a little bit of it. I don't remember which one it was, but I was just like, man, this is boring. <laughs> Did you ever I, play old party games like like um, Mario Kart and Mario Party and things like that? I got into those in high school. That was because we used to, I probably shouldn't say this, but when we were in high school, we would play um, drunken Mario Kart and whatnot. So every time you lost, you had to drink a beer or take a shot or you know like so we we had a lot of fun with uh like super smash bros mario kart and <laughs> and we would just get trashed okay super smash bros it keeps coming up it's like a thing <laughs> you know i had a friend just message me a few minutes ago asking if i wanted to go play super smash bros <laughs> and i'm like dude i'm podcasting uh so what characters did you do you like playing in super smash i like playing kirby man i oh like that's that's like my main i was like a kirby main and then samus what and and Yoshi, because I liked eating people, because they can't do anything about it. It's like, ha, <laughs> got ya. <laughs> Yoshi's pretty awesome. He's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty trolly. Yeah, that's the funnest part, because I wouldn't play to win. I just played to troll people, just to annoy them to the point when they to where they would stop playing. I would just <laughs> eat them over and over and over and over, and I just well, thought I guess... that was the funniest thing in the world. Like, uh, maybe two years ago, I got really into Super Smash Bros. And I started going to tournaments locally. Like, really into Super Smash Bros. Um, and started, like, maining characters and watching YouTubes and practicing and offline and then going online and getting super into it. And I find I Kirby was my main. I used to bring a little Kirby plush with me and set him down next to the TV when I played. <laughs> Cute. And I, I, I have a Kirby t-shirt, too. <laughs> so I was a pretty big Kirby fan. Yeah. And I... I don't know, it's just because on the original N64 I played Kirby, and also I liked the old Kirby video games. I remember getting one as a kid for my birthday, and I just, like, that's all I wanted for my birthday was this Kirby video game, and they got it for me, and so I just, it's like, it was on the N64, I don't remember which one it was, probably like Kirby 64 or something like that, or yeah. something like that. I need to actually probably go back and find that, because I just, it was like a 2D, 2D side-scroller kind of game, like the old Mario ones, where you just kind of walk sideways the whole time. Although yeah. it was 3D, it was like, yeah. You couldn't, like, walk forward and backward, it was just sideways. Yeah. But still. And the map yeah. sometimes would just keep going, and if you stand still for too long, it eats you. <laughs> right? I forgot to mention, another one that I used to play a lot was Frogger. I don't know if you ever played Frogger, but, yes, oh, man. Yes, I did! Frogger was awesome! Yeah, that one just popped into my head. That was a good game, man. I would play that if it came back out in a heartbeat. Did you have a Game Boy? I did. I had right. the uh, the super wide one. It was like see-through, and it had a light that you had to attach to the top of it. So it was probably a Game Boy Advance. So the yeah, Game that's Advance right. Advance turned sideways, so you had the screen in between your hands. And then yeah. they after that, they switched to a DS, so a Nintendo DS. Yeah, I was, could... I could never get the DS. I wanted the DS really bad, but my parents wouldn't get me it because I wasn't cool enough and we were poor. 
And so all my buddies had the DS, and I just had this hunk of crap advanced Game Boy, and I played Power Rangers on it, and that was about it. I I kind of, like, I played the Game Boys, and then the, the, the DSs came out, and I kind of fell off at that time period. Like, I started playing Xbox 360s or whatever it was, right? So, like, I kind of fell off, but on road trips, I would try to play those, or I'd use a friend's. So my brother had one, you know, so I would play his yeah. sometimes. So... Yeah, so I, you know, it. my experience with, with that exact time period kind of falls off a little bit, but then I came back on for the 3DS time period uh, where they moved to a 3DS, and I actually went back and re-experienced all the old Pokemon games. So I've recently collected all the old Pokemon games all the way up, and you can actually catch all these Pokemon and transfer them from system to system, from the Game Boy Color up to the Game Boy Advance up to the Nintendo you know, the 3DS or oh, know, really? the regular DS to the, yeah, all the way up the line into your Nintendo Switch. Nowadays, you actually use your cell phone to transfer them from the, the 3DS to the Switch. Huh, I didn't know that. And I actually, catch- while I was in the military, while I was in the Army, the 3DS came out, and uh, I played, I got the 3DS the day it came out because I actually started making money in the Army. And uh, I did play Pokemon a bit, but I could never get into it, man. I don't know what the deal is, but I never in my life could get into Pokemon. Man, I Pokemon is one of my all-time favorite video games, so for sure. So huh. it's I I love that that franchise. I'm not playing it right now, but every single time a new one comes out, I always go back and play it. Every year, I try to. I always get back and try to do tournaments again where I go on and do these online tournaments with people and you have a team of six and they're, they're highly customizable. So you play through the story of each Pokemon game. They all have their own story. And yeah. It's replayable, you know, but you catch them all and then you can move them into your Pokemon bank, which is something outside the game that they came out with years and years ago. And so you can store all of them there and move them to a different game. So you can huh. play through all these campaigns and collect all these Pokemon, and each Pokemon has different stats, and you can breed them to make new Pokemons and hatch eggs, and then you can pick your your moves for them, you can get them different stats on top of, so like they're very highly customizable, and then you have a team, and you have like tanks, DPS, sometimes healers, so like it's a pretty in-depth thing once you get going. It's way farther, you know, way more advanced than people would originally think on the surface, like if you're playing on your, your cell phone and you're catching Pokemon and Pokemon Go, you can actually move those into the Nintendo Switch as well nowadays. Really? Yeah, so it's pretty cool. You, you can do this. I think it's a one-way transfer. You can only move them into the Switch, but you could play on your phone and catch Pokemon and do it. It's a pretty cool franchise. It's more like an MMO now than it ever was before. Awesome. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, I'll get back into it. Maybe I'll check it out again. Because I do have I, a Switch. I Oh, you do? I didn't know that. Yeah. I guess if you played the new Smash Bros., you must have a Switch. So. Yeah, I do. I still go back and play the original black and white Pokemon game at least once a year. Um, but that's because it's just pure nostalgia for me. That was the first one I ever played, and it was one of, the, one of the first video games I ever played. And I just, I don't know, it just does it, man. The simplicity of it and the music and the, the black and white graphics, it's calming. Yeah. It's not like, it's not a stressful video game. It's like totally just to chill out and fall asleep to it playing this super chill video game. I don't know. Nostalgia, retro video games, that's what the episode's all about, you know, the ones that just kind of really bring you back. Yeah, this is this was a good episode. Yeah. 
Oh, all right, so all right, we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit as we'll try to wrap things up. We're actually going to run a little over on this episode, but that's okay. You know, we have a lot to talk about. I think yeah. these kind of episodes will always run a little over. You know, it was just like, oh man, we could talk forever on these. Yeah, this awesome this episode could go three hours if we'd let it. It totally would. All right, so after that, you know, did we miss anything before hitting you currently with jumping into games like Eve and the new RuneScape and other whatever else you've played recently? I. I just downloaded Civ 6. I've been playing that a little bit, but it's just not really my forte. I like Eve. I like RuneScape. That's really what I play anymore. I play Farming Simulator and a couple other simulator games, but that's really about it. Eve and RuneScape are my big ones. Eve is obviously the number one that I spend the most time on. Yeah, I'd say I probably play Eve more than anything right now. Um, I play a little bit of World of Warcraft still, just for with my siblings, and then I play a little bit of Magic Arena just because I've been going and playing Magic Gathering in person again. Recently, I just was like, I need to get out of the house more. So I, I usually work out at home in my garage, but I got a gym membership and started going to the gym, and then I started going out to Magic tournaments in person just to get out of the house more because I've been like cooped up. You know, I think everybody's feeling that right now. Though. You yeah. know, everyone's cooped up more so in this last year. So I need to get out more, so I started getting out more, and that caused me to download Magic Arena again, so I've been playing that. Um, and if you ever played, um, dang, what's the Blizzard's version of that? Hearthstone? Um, yeah, I think that's what it's called. I never you, got into that. You never got into any kind of card games that were online? Did you ever play the Yu-Gi-Oh card game? Yeah, I played the Yu-Gi-Oh card game, the actual card game. How'd I know that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we talked about it in one of the other episodes. Well, yeah, you said you liked Yu-Gi-Oh, so I was like, I bet you he's played the Yu-Gi-Oh card game. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, I never got into Pokemon. I was into Yu-Gi-Oh, so I never had the Pokemon cards, but I had the Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And uh, I still have all my Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They're probably pretty rare, because I have a lot of, like, the foil ones. and uh, Like OG I, ones? Yeah. Dude, you got to pull those price check them sometimes. Some of that yeah, stuff I is should, ridiculously huh? expensive. Yeah, I'll have to look into that, because I got them in, like, 2006 or 2007. Like when they first came out, you know, and I got the most expensive ones I could find, and uh, I have That's some. Awesome. I have some of the most powerful ones, and they're foil and whatnot. And it's just like, man, those are probably worth some money now. I used to play. Uh, well, I used to collect the Star Wars trading cards naturally, and then I got before that I got into Pokemon cards. But right when I got into them, Pokemon hit it really big in the news, and they started banning them from schools. And like Pokemon, man, that that they had it rough, but it didn't stop it from growing. It still exploded into like a worldwide phenomenon. Yeah. Despite them trying to like, you know, ban it from schools and parents saying like, you know, oh, is this or that? It's coming from Japan. It's this evil thing. It's going to teach your children, you know, about you know, Pikachu's a demon name and this and that. Oh, There's geez. all kinds of stupid, stupid, idiotic stuff going around <laughs> in the '90s with people just being idiots. Um, Pokemon's amazing. Yeah, I I wish I could have got into it more, but it was just I I never could, man. I and I think Digimon, it was just Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Like I never went down those paths, but I know a lot of people that was their version of Pokemon for them. Yeah, that was that was just it. I chose Yu-Gi-Oh over Pokemon because I felt like Pokemon was too like childish. I guess I don't know what my thought process was on that, but I think that was really what it was. It's just that it was childish to me, and obviously I, I... it's not. 
but well i think it does have that kind of ring to it even i think lots of people do feel that pokemon is more on the child spectrum when it came to things especially if you were a young preteen or something like that at that time uh you know pokemon coming out in the 90s you know like maybe some people wanted to grow out of it was cool but then they grew out of it when they came back to the middle school you know or something like that so yeah it, it definitely that's a thing because if you go listen to a lot of pokemon podcasts and they talk about when they first got into it that was a thing like at a certain time it became uncool to like pokemon and then lots of the pokemon fans came back as they grew up and realized you know, who cares what other people yeah exactly think, you know? who cares you know, you know, like what i like you know so yeah yeah i went from sure. i went from Yu-Gi-Oh to magic and i could never really get into magic i wanted to but nobody played it where as small as a town as i'm in I, you don't find other Magic players, and so I have a really hard time with that because I still want to play Magic. I mean, I, it's not the same for me playing it online. I want to play the cards, you know, because I have a yes. really expensive card deck laying around somewhere. I mentioned it on a previous episode that I lost it, mm-hmm. but it's out there somewhere. I might find it. Maybe I, not, but... <laughs> I like playing Magic in person more than online, but... Sometimes I practice online to get better in person. So I didn't start playing Magic, though, until a couple years ago, like a year before COVID hit. So, yeah, I mean, that's when I started playing Magic. Before that, I'd only ever played some other card games and stuff. But I really like it. I I like, I don't know, I like being social, and I like collecting things, and I like games. So you combine those three things together, and boom, you got a, a card player. Yeah, exactly. I like poker, though, too. I like to gamble. That's what gets me in trouble in EVE. You can gamble in Eve and that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> yeah, if I ever go to the casino, I always play roulette. I like roulette. I like the idea of it. I have a friend who plays it. That and he plays craps or whatever. Yeah. I think both of those are pretty cool. Um, I always stuck to poker and blackjack, but just because I haven't learned those other games that much, but I bet you I would play them. Yeah, roulette, roulette doesn't take any skill whatsoever. And it's purely luck. That's why I like it, because there's no possible way for it to be rigged. So, it just all it's entirely on luck. And that's why I play it, because I always win. And uh, it's just my go-to. <laughs> I went to I Vegas like with $200. So I because I win it, you know? Then, then yeah. keep playing it, you know? <laughs> I, I, walked, I went into Vegas with $200 and walked out with eight grand, just from roulette. So... Ooh. Yeah, so roulette's my game, man. <laughs> I'm all Talk about, about stupid teenage stories when I was in the military. We'll wrap up the episode. But uh, when I was in the military, I got invited to go out on a casino boat. And I didn't have any money, so I overdrew my bank account <laughs> and played poker. And I ended up winning, like, I overdrew it by, like, 100 bucks, And I ended up winning, like, $600 that night. Awesome. And put it back. And I was just like, what? So it's like an amazing story I could always tell people after that. But like, that's not something that happens all the time. No. You can't always win. Uh, but it was a cool story where it did work out in my favor. And I did something incredibly stupid again as a teenager, you know, like all teenagers do. Yeah, it, it can work out in your favor. It's just not very likely. <laughs> Man, I like me some poker, though. I like the player interaction of that and playing against other people and trying to outsmart them. Um, yeah, for sure. I like that. Bluffing people. I'm a very aggressive player. Whether we're playing EVE Online or Super Smash Bros. or poker, I play very aggressive usually in most games. Yeah, you're the one that gets us in trouble in EVE. I do. You know, I get people blown up. Yeah, especially me. I hope that they have a fun time while we're doing it. Sometimes. (laughs) 
All right, I, always, I always have the most expensive ships, and I always lose them, especially <laughs> when I fly with you. <laughs> Just imagine I'm like a roulette wheel. Yeah. Except no. you lose most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I do really well in roulette. I don't do really well in fleets with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm ready to get out of here. Are you ready to get out of here? Yeah, I think we could call that a good one. All right, so thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out the website, halffullreviews.com. You can catch more podcast episodes there. You can donate to our Patreon. Um, if you donate to our Patreon, we would like to do this sort of thing more. And we'd like to get better equipment. We've both been trying to upgrade our equipment in our own time. But help us. Help us get better equipment. Help us grow the podcast. Give us some advertising dollars. Uh, let us make more episodes every week for people if you like our content. Just feel free to support us there. Um, and, Might you know, even and get t-shirts and stuff. Us, yeah, if you can't support us monetarily, tell a friend about us. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Google Play. Uh, we appreciate it. You know, We're not going to spend any more time talking about that. Every YouTube channel you listen to, every podcast you listen to, they tell you to do these things. Like and Find subscribe. Like, subscribe, you know. <laughs> Hit the like button, all those things. But anyways, we'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to stay classy, everyone.